0: Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed Network, and we hope we're just what you needed. Looking for something a little scarier and creepier to listen to during your podcast binges? Well, check out Get Scared Podcast. Every episode, I read stories by independent horror authors that are meant to get you scared. Yeah, I can be creepy. So, so head on over to your favorite podcast app, search for Get Scared podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. Let's get scared. Are you looking for that next great read? Well, I've got gotcha, you cuz I wrote it. Head on over to amazon.com or Barnes & Noble and order yourself a copy of my book, I'd Rather Talk to Dead People, where I tell you the ins and the outs of my paranormal journey thus far. If you've watched the TV show Oddity Files on Amazon Prime or YouTube, this is the perfect companion piece to give you an inside look on what was going on inside my head during my most prominent investigations to date. Again, Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Just search I'd Rather Talk to Dead People by Kitsy Duncan. Thank you. All, files. Podcast. All things creepy, creepy. cryptic,
1: oh, cool. otherworldly.
0: Welcome back, kids, to another action packed episode of Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. <laughs>
2: and I'm Nick Floyd.
0: <laughs> and we are here to tell you stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what stuff, stuff we find on the internet is pretty much what the show boils
2: down to. <laughs> it's like, what's... <laughs> it, that's pretty much it. I also want to, because we've already addressed the elephant in the room a couple podcasts ago, I just want to say I'm sitting in a different chair than I normally sit in, so if my microphone picks it up, it might sound like just repetitive farting happening over and over <laughs> again. So I just want to address that now so people aren't like, wow, you guys just broke the seal and now Nick's just going off. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. I, I have
0: gone. Um, I'm on a diet. It's been a hot minute. So not that anybody wants to hear this, and I'm <laughs> probably going to cut it out. I'm so excited
2: to hear where this, goes. this
0: The I, I'm doing the, like the, the no-carb diet because, one, I'm a 50-year-old woman who's going through changes that she fucking hates. And, two, this summer, I took radioactive iodine to kill my thyroid because <laughs> – I was having heart palpitations all the time, and I, I, every time I thought it was a heart attack. So I have zero metabolism right now, and I am freaking the fuck out.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> My
0: ass is three times the size it was on the cover of that book. <laughs> I'd rather talk to dead people. And again, I am freaking the fuck <laughs> out. Yeah, you can say, oh, Kitsy, it's, it's your personality that counts. No. Not at all. I am very vain, and I like a smallish ass on my body. So. <laughs> and I'm hoping it stops my farts, is why I even brought it up. I was wondering. I think I might be allergic to gluten.
2: I was wondering where the full circle was going to come in, uh, having just addressed that uh, on the podcast. But, um. <laughs> Maybe I mean maybe it is. Maybe you gotta do one of those like allergy isolation tests where you gotta narrow it down and figure out like maybe yeah. it's gluten.
0: We're know. all allergic but to gluten.
2: Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> I'm less gassy is pretty much what this boils down to.
2: Good. What a great way to um I hope anybody who's who's just listening for the first time who's like stumbled across this three minutes in, is just like Yep. I'm a, let's yeah, strap farts in. Are
0: odd. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How does it work? It's weird.
2: Tune in next week on Oddity Files, where we explore the history of farts. <laughs>
0: oh, f- next week we cover queefs. Okay. Oh my yep. god! I just went
2: there. <laughs> oh wow, we're on a Reel roll. Reel it in, Kitsy. Reel <laughs> it in. We're on a Reel roll. it
0: in. Oh. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I forgot. To make <laughs> notes, so I figure we'll just wing this opening. Oh, clearly sentiment. we're doing great. Talk
2: about <laughs> we Apparently, even, so we don't even need. I mean, we this is a whole topic we can stay on. Like, uh, if go if there's ectoplasm from ghosts, why don't we ever hear them uh, break wind?
0: This is an excellent question, sir. It's Your weekly and hypothetical I could go into theories and relativities, <laughs> if that's even a word. Uh, yes. But I have no idea, to be perfectly honest.
2: Good. Listeners, dive in. Go to the Facebook. Let us know.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus. Um, I haven't watched anything creepy, cryptid, or otherworldly. I did go on a little binge on buying stuff for the pups um, because I saw this BarkBox ad, which please go to tinyurl.com slash Chewy. I didn't buy anything from BarkBox. I went to Chewy because they have like a a chew toy that's Nessie. What? So then I got on this kick where I'm like, oh my God, what if there's dog Bigfoot toys? Not and sure. I found a huge Bigfoot that Venus just adores and has already torn open in 2.3 <laughs> days. Um, and the, I think the aliens are arriving today. So I never even thought of of paranormal dog toys before (laughs) i was very
2: excited okay now i'm hoping people who are like slightly not into the fart conversation are like like skipping ahead and they just get to you going and uh the aliens are arriving today (laughs) 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 like oh shit (laughs) she's gonna break it up glorious
0: maybe in that salon we were talking about a couple episodes they're listening to Pandora and it just skipped right to that part
2: yeah they're like oh turn it off quick <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned bark box because last night I had this issue oh it wasn't an issue I guess it was more of a dilemma where I get you get those ads from all the all of the boxes all of them from the bark mm-hmm. box from the oh there's a table here I just hit my elbow um <laughs> the, the the wardrobe the uh, curated boxes and stuff And I got this uh, I've been doing this thing And I probably mentioned it uh, months ago During the quarantine pandemic Because I can't go shopping uh, I, I, I You know I like to shop I like my clothes I like to shop That's okay And so I've been doing the the prime wardrobe Where I'll go in and I'll find like eight things That I just can't afford And I'll put them on a box And then I'll try them on And then I'll just send them back I didn't even know that was a thing <laughs> It's absolutely a thing you gotta dig though you gotta dig but it's worth it when you find when you, when you just strike gold and there was this sweater it was like a cardigan it was a Pendleton cardigan it was real nice it had like an Aztec uh sort of uh art art design on it. it was very funky and I loved it but I was like no way even when that stimulus money rolls in I cannot justify dropping this uh, this money on this cardigan and I'm scrolling through Facebook or uh, Instagram last night, and I get served this ad that's like Amazon Prime Wardrobe Box, and it was like the these like mock toe wide like work boots that were just fucking dope. And I was like, "This is cool," but you can't see the brand. These like slacks that looked amazing. It was basically like Amazon going, "We've we've built a wardrobe, uh, an outfit for you. You should buy it." And oh, what shit. was in the picture? This like Aztec looking. Like shirt, jacket, and I was like, "That is sweet." And so I'm going on Amazon. I'm like, "Surely I'll just find these products and order them myself instead." And, and myself what? instead of. St-. I was on Amazon for fucking three hours. <laughs> oh god, looking for the exact. I typed every search term. I'm pretty. I'm decent at that stuff. The boots couldn't find. I, I searched Google just three hours. I planned to watch a movie. I was on Amazon trying to hunt this shit down. What are you doing, Amazon? Don't sell me your box if you're not even gonna don't even sell that shit on your website. So mad.
0: So that's crazy. And and did you find anything to buy in your no. three hour search?
2: No, absolutely oh, not. I, 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 My eye was on the prize. There was no... You, when you when you get in the zone, you can't teeter because then you fall down another rabbit hole because you're like, I like this, but the price isn't great, so I'm going to try to find something just like it for less. Eye on the prize. Three hours, nothing.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. I am I'm the queen of, oh, I see, see this ad on Facebook, I immediately go to Amazon. Like, I can have it in two days and, and usually get it ch- cheaper. It's a knockoff, yeah, but you know, unless it's a purse, I don't care.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm just, uh, oh, I, yeah. Anyway, I, it was, it was a, it was a a weak moment in my life, but.
0: (laughs) That three hours you can't get back.
2: Yeah. But if you get like, Amazon has a plethora of items that are pretty great. And tell me those so I can search them. But I guess the whole gimmick is like, You can't find it, only we can, so sign up for Prime Wardrobe today, or Prime Personal Shopper, or whatever. I'm just like, mmm, trick me.
0: Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Speaking of wardrobe, um, I am in love with WandaVision. Now that it's done, I think we we can probably talk about it a little bit, huh?
2: Yeah, I think by the time it was going to air this week.
0: Yeah, at the end of this week.
2: Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah.
0: They didn't watch it in a week, fuck them.
2: Yeah, that's the, you got three days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's internet courtesy. Yeah,
2: I mean, the whole season was like 20 minutes long, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> Seriously, and the credits were like 15 hours long. So Chris and I kept bitching about that every episode. What was uh, that, 10 minutes?
2: <laughs> the last episode, it was like 12 minutes of credit. Like people were joking all season that were like, it's twelve minutes of credit, and the last, the finale, it was it was like fifty minute episode, and at like thirty eight minutes the episode ended, and then it was like twelve to thirteen minutes of credits. I'm like, come on, guys, uh-huh. don't count that it's in your damn runtime. No,
0: but we can bring it up as paranormal because it's about the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's witchy shit, and um, when God, what was what's the neighbor's name? Agatha, who, the nosy. Na- agatha i kept wanting to call her agnes well i think that's from bewitched
2: no she was agnes and then the reveal is that she's agatha oh so you are correct
0: i fucking love her (sighs) so much she is the evil queen of marvel i mean the disney evil queen of marvel and it was so well done they bring up all this witchy stuff such as runes and apparently i learned a little bit more about what the scarlet witch actually is and she's the fucking witch to end all witchiness ever
2: yeah yeah it's pretty amazing i mean i i don't want to be this part because i i try to separate like myself and social media and stuff but like i tweeted something that made me think back to like when I was growing up, Harry Potter was like the Satanist, most satanic shit ever. When that first Harry Potter book dropped in the United States, it was banned from schools because every kid wanted to be Harry Potter. And so Christians, everyone's freaking out because they're like, I know. These kids are like inspired by this wizard who performs witchcraft. But now you fast forward to 2021 and families are watching a Disney streaming service. And it's a show about straight up, I mean, like the deepest of deep cut witchcraft shit. Like the rune oh, stuff, yeah. the Salem witch trials, the tying up a witch for being too powerful and taking it like w- witchcraft through and through. And everyone's watching it as a family. And I'm like, progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I mean, when I was a kid, Satan was Ozzy Osbourne. Um, but you had to go for the, <laughs> the whole hair I forgot about Harry Potter people being so against it in the beginning. Yeah, because now I mean it's always been a staple with me and my kids. On my birthday, we'd always go see the new Harry Potter movie as it came out. So and I, I forget there are parents that you know are everything they're afraid of or don't understand. It's Satan. Um, yeah, because I was not that parent. <laughs>
2: well, it was like every. I mean, it was like you had you had there. There was back in what like the 40s 50s it was uh it was uh like soul music was the devil's work because it made people want to have sex with each other and then you yeah. had, like that was a thing and then you had you know dungeons and dragons was a very big deal and then you had like metal music that was like ACDC, dc Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, all that stuff. And then you move in you know to the 90s early 2000s and it was It was uh, like corn, Lamb of God, uh, and Harry Potter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's an interesting combo, right there.
2: Yeah. So I listened to Lamb of God while reading Harry Potter, and that I transcended um, religiously.
0: (laughs) Awesome. That's the only way to do it, you know. Always put the blame on somebody else.
2: But it was like it. It's just it's it was. It's, it's, it was hard to not sit and watch that finale and think back. Like, I'm watching it with my kid, and I'm just like, am I a bad parent? Or am I, is just everyone finally, like, re-? we're in a place where everyone is kind of offended by a lot of things these days. But this is the one thing that has somehow broken through. <laughs> that it's
0: like Witchcraft.
2: Yeah. Like, these witches are fucking fighting each other. <laughs> like
0: It with was magic. the TikTok. The witches on the, the TikTok witch. made it okay for witches. Yeah. So I, I thought it was glorious. I didn't, I have not seen any backlash on it from, I no. mean, not that Zero. I follow people that would be pissed off about witches on a Disney streaming show. Right. But, you know, I'd see a clickbait headline on it if, if there was fallout from it. So yeah. I don't think there is.
2: Yeah. It, um, And it won't. I mean, it's like, you know, Hocus Pocus came out so long ago, and I mean, I don't really remember that. I don't remember if there was any backlash about that specifically, because that was also Disney. Like, I mean, Disney's been playing the witch game for a long time. I mean, there's like Twitches and just a long time. Um, So it's just, I think it's selective. Even though WandaVision is so clearly like (laughs) deep, dark magic shit. It's just selective, and it's like, oh, it's Disney, so it's fine, because it's all in good fun. But, I don't know. It's interesting to think about.
0: It really is. And the funny thing is, is that debuted the same week as it was the anniversary of the witches being burned in Salem. So, did they plan that?
2: I don't know. I didn't know that. But I
0: secretly hope so.
2: Yes. I did not know that. That... I was hoping there are a lot. There's a lot of stuff that I was hoping that would come out of that finale, and a lot didn't. And I get that everyone is like, you fear. I don't. I don't read a ton of comics. Uh, I don't. I have not seen all the Marvel movies. My expectations did not really exist outside like wanting more parts of the story to be explored and for Magneto to show up. That's all I wanted. Um,
0: I wanted them to bring Magneto into so bad. I mean, they brought Evan in, and I'm like, "Oh, how are they going to twist this and combine the two storylines—the Fox storyline and the the, Mar- the uh, Disney storyline—and
2: they didn't. They
0: yeah. actually made it so it pretended like that doesn't even exist. So there,
2: there were a couple. I mean, I've I I had multiple conversations about this with people about like. The, peep, the, the the deep Marvel fans being like, guys, calm down, you theorize too much. it's your problem. And then there's a flip side to that where I'm like, take the Mandalorian, for example. even we even though we theorized like crazy, the first season, sure, it moved slow. it was just this and that. The second season of the Mandalorian we theorized every week and every week it our theories were shut down and we were given something awesome or our theories were it went that way like if you know something so much it's like me with game of thrones if we guessed the ending of we should have all been able to guess the ending of game of thrones we spent years with this story and these characters and if you can't guess it you're probably not a great storyteller for long form yeah. tv for movies you can you have enough there's time to like twist people change them change their directions like we knew where it was going the entire time with wandavision but like paul bettany's having fun saying like he there's a cameo that's gonna be bigger than luke skywalker and it was him as white vision and i'm just like just shut up i
0: i think that the the people involved with these shows do it on purpose yeah. And I think sometimes the shows may throw theories out that they know is never going to come to fruition so that the internet freaks out about it.
2: Yeah. It, it I think there are some shows where like Mandalorian was great cuz no one said they don't they didn't talk about it. Mandalorian is one of those yeah. things where like they, the the crew for some reason like the Star Wars stuff they didn't they don't come out and go but, but they've learned like the Star Wars backlash. Marvel hasn't really had a backlash as as crazy as, like, Last Jedi, Phantom Menace. True. Star Wars. So they, they, they're still yeah. young. They're still young. Yeah. But Marvel definitely should, like, keep their mouth shut every once in a while and just let things exist. And I think, you know, Marvel doing WandaVision Press every single week and letting that cast and crew talk about the show, I think was maybe an, a problem that had people expect Stuff, um, yeah. But yeah, and there, and I still like. I'm still like. Why could you guys could have done a tenth episode? You gave us three episodes of a sitcom. You could give us one more, which is one more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now here's my question, and then we'll get off of this geeky slash not so paranormal anymore talk. Um, it's witchcraft. It said it was this the series finale, so that's it they're not doing anymore.
2: I I have a feeling what they're going to do is they're going to do another show. I mean, Monica will be in uh Captain Marvel 2. and that this right. will lead to that cuz Captain Marvel is now set in the current time, White Vision exists, which makes not a lot of sense cuz like Spider-Man I guess was set 7 years after WandaVision was, so White Vision has existed, so we don't know that whole thing. But if they do another show, it's either going to be like a White Vision show or a Monica show, and that'll basically be like season two. Of- I need
0: more Elizabeth Olsen. I cannot uh, get enough
2: of her. She's so good. She's so good. So
0: good. So beautiful. And she is a fucking delight in person. Yeah. I'm just putting that out there. Ugh. Our entire crew loved her to pieces. She
2: She's, um, just, she's just riding the yeah. wave. I feel like she's yeah. just she's just like, I'm here. I did indie movies for ten years and here I am in in, in a Marvel movie and she just like exists. And it just yeah. doesn't make any no, a ton amazing. of noise. She's just like, I'm gonna ride this out and I'm gonna have a damn good time doing it and I'm gonna cherish this moment. And I feel like sometimes that's lost on people. Um oh. Absolutely. And she's just, oh, yeah. She, she's, she, WandaVision, no matter how you feel, like she is so damn good that if anybody is like, I don't know, like even if I, I come to somebody and go, well, you know, it doesn't really end perfectly, but you should watch it just to watch Elizabeth Olsen act right. her ass off. I
0: hated the first episode. I'm like, really? <laughs> I was so excited for this. And okay. it, it it's a slow burn. Yeah. It's a slow burn. Um, the ending. It w- I thought it was great. Yeah. However, I wish there was going to be more. Yeah. And that's all I'll say on that. Yep. Um, <laughs> took the... Uh, I have zero segue for this. I mean, does witches segue into fairies? Sure. Let's Absol- do that. Absolutely.
2: Um, <laughs> In the Harry Potter sense, Yes.
0: It sure took the nugget the grandson out on a hike in my backyard. So I don't know you guys. I'm not going to tell you where because people scare me. But I live in the middle of a forest and most of my yard is forest. So the grandson was here and he's like, I want to go outside. And I have nothing in my yard for the kid to do. So I'm like, let's go on a hike. Let's go check out the backyard. And so we're doing our stuff and doing our things. And I come across this mound in what would be part of my my yard and about the size somebody would be buried under is, is the only way I can say it because it was a little terrifying. But I looked at Abe and I said, look, a fairy mound. <laughs> because my story will go in more with the fairy mounds, but I am terrified to go out there and see what is buried in my backyard. Like, there's a, a spot dug out next to this mound. So, one, Bigfoot was cold this winter and dug out a spot underground and was going to fill it back in to keep warm. Two, there's literally a body buried in my backyard, and that could be who Howard was. Three, it's a fairy mound. Thoughts?
2: So, there's a There was a – so – I'm trying to visualize. So you came across a hole in the ground and the dirt... Not very deep. So, Mm -hmm. but the dirt from said hole was next to the hole. So it looked like somebody had started digging.
0: But there was more dirt than the hole was deep.
2: And it's on your property. Yes. So if anyone was like, let's say, burying a pet, they would be on your property doing it.
0: That's a big-ass pet. That's probably six-foot pet. What the fuck? Yeah. Do you I, have, like, I, w-
2: wolves or coyotes on your property? Oh, we've got all the stuff
0: and all the things.
2: But I'm trying to think, like, if it's that big, I mean, maybe, like, a family of wolves or, like, Building like a pit for their food to store maybe
0: but I'm gonna send you the video of uh, Abe I took there just so you have it and you can see what I'm talking about um, And literally I played up the fairy mound Card with the grandson, so it's gonna take a minute to send because we know my internet oh. sucks But yeah, so I'll post that video wow. up on the Instagram which is at oddity files you can find all our social medias at flow.page slash oddity files check out the new show paranormal x road it's listed in there as well we're gonna have a new episode at the end of the month and i guess we should throw this over to do you love how i just left everybody hanging with that will i (laughs) dig up said mound Nobody knows. It depends on whether I have a shot of bourbon or not. Anyway, let's throw it over to Jess, AKA Misfortune Astrology.
1: Hey there, oddballs. It's Jess from Misfortune Astrology here with your weekly energy forecast. The coming week starts off with a beautifully aspected new moon on Saturday, the 13th. This lunation takes place when the sun and moon meet up at 23 degrees of Pisces with Neptune and Venus close by at 20 degrees, and Pluto forming a sextile from 26 degrees of Capricorn. Neptune is the higher octave of Venus, which means that both planets are concerned with the same basic principle, but one makes it personal while the other delivers to the collective. In this case, we're talking about love. Where Venus brings love to our individual experience, Neptune is all about love on the universal level. Together, these two are providing a lovely backdrop for the new moon which is also empowered by the sextile from Pluto. Under normal conditions, strong Neptune energy can be amorphous and very tough to grasp, but Pluto's influence here will lend some much needed structure and intensity of purpose. The Pisces new moon offers us a once a year chance to use our vision, inspiration, and compassion to release old habits, addictions, or dependencies that no longer serve us. Don't waste this opportunity to set some intentions aimed at improving your spiritual health. This is one of the best new moons we'll get all year. On Monday the 15th, Mercury finally wraps up his extended tour of Aquarius and heads into Pisces. Mercury is in detriment in Pisces, so we get a whopping two days of post-shadow strong and happy Mercury before he makes his annual dumpster dive into our final zodiac sign. Details get murky, focus is difficult to come by, and outright deception is a distinct possibility with this transit. The thing about Mercury is that logic is his jam. And the thing about Pisces is that logic really doesn't exist there. Like, at all. It is the ultimate watery realm of emotion and intuition. So there's bound to be a disconnect for the more left-brained folks among us. For those who are more right-brained, you should find the next few weeks to be wonderful for creating and tuning into your inner voice. Mercury leaves Pisces for Aries on April 3rd. The balance of next week sees a different sextile every day and promises to be rather dynamic as a result. Sextiles are soft and favorable aspects that promise something but you have to put in some work to manifest the opportunities that they present. From Tuesday through Friday of next week we'll see, in order of occurrence, the Sun in Pisces sextile Pluto in Capricorn, Mars in Gemini sextile Chiron in Aries, Venus in Pisces sextile Pluto in Capricorn, and Saturn in Aquarius sextile Ceres in Aries. Sun Pluto promises transformation without tension. Mars Chiron allows you to confront with courage. Venus Pluto intensifies intimacy, and Saturn Ceres puts gentle boundaries around something newly born. There's a little something for everyone with this mix. All it will take is some awareness and effort. If you're interested in what the stars have to say for you, please check out my website at misfortuneastrology.com. I offer many different types of tarot and astrology readings, and you can also help support my small business by checking out my shop, where I sell handmade crystal jewelry, candles, and lots of other cool merch. For daily horoscopes and plenty of inappropriate humor, come find me on social media at misfortune1111. Ciao for now. Oh,
0: Jess, you're so witty. You're so snarky. I love having you up as a part of this show. Did you get it?
2: Yeah, I got it now.
0: Okay, well, I'll cut all this out.
2: So there is an empty hole somewhere. Yep. Yeah, because it's just the uh, it's just the ho- the hole well, or the mound itself.
0: Two, two Abe's left is the hole.
2: Oh, so you can so see it, but it goes lace-
0: back up. Yeah.
2: So something has been buried there.
0: It's probably under that mound, and you can tell it's been there a hot minute because there's moss and everything on it.
2: Yeah, and the fact that there's moss makes it you know potentially like abnormal, like it's it's not something that is just natural.
0: Oh, it's, it's, there's no way that's natural. Oh, no shit.
2: Way. Pound that shot. Get those dogs. Get that shovel and get it. Get it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we'll update you kids on that more later, possibly, unless I end up in jail. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Nick, I've got some paranormal in the news. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting, like, way off track. Here yeah, we're, we're 30 we're thirty minutes in. in. We're like, I know. Let's, we got this. I have to cut out some of that WandaVision talk. Yeah. We get very excited about our Marvel shit. Um, this comes to us from sciencealert.com. I did throw this in the Facebook fan group, which is Oddity Files fan group on Facebook, if you'd like to check it out. The headline is, The latest chatbots are capable of... Of resurrecting the dead if we let them. I'm really excited about this so that's why I'm doing this story. Um, I'll give you the cliff notes. It was recently revealed in 2017 Microsoft patented a chatbot which if built would digitally res- resurrect the dead. Using AI and machine learning, the proposed chatbot would bring our digital persona back to life for our family and friends to talk to. So Cliff Notes version, it's pretty much this bot can go into all of your social media, all of your emails, anything you've ever posted online and recreate a loved one. So you can, I mean, they can even use your voice if you have enough audio. So Nick and I will definitely have one because we do this podcast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But you can talk to a loved one. You can text a loved one if they ever do decide to make this available to the public because it is not right now. But that's what they're saying. They can take all the technology, all the stuff, and even if there's enough video of people, they can do holograms of your loved ones thoughts
2: deep fake people i mean i feel like that's the key right like i don't know that there's two sides to this coin i think like deep faking is a very real thing like all you need is an image of somebody and you can like actually have someone who looks like and then just put that person's face on someone else there's a whole thing with like tom cruise it was a it was a concern that deep faking is so real that uh there was a Tom Cruise issue that like a video of him was going around and people were like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like there, I think there's two sides of the coin. Like, I think this is a beautiful thing for people, I think to like cope and stuff. But on the flip side, I feel like this is just a, a large tech company going one day. You're going to find out that we basically can see everything that you're doing. Uh, and so here's a positive to that. <laughs> Right, right, and I
0: guess by reading this, Facebook really, like, Facebook is against it because they, uh, they, um, they have such guidelines for people that have passed, and they don't want people breaking into their accounts and things like that. Right. So, I mean, uptick for Facebook finally, but I don't know. I if I could talk to my dad one last time. I would do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's And I think that's like the beautiful part of it is like, if you, but but then where's the line <laughs> of, like, my damn dog. <laughs> Stop it. My, <laughs> just staring at me, like growling. He doesn't, he, he, I don't know if he likes the AI situation. Um, Apparently but it's like, not. Does it date back a certain, like, where's the line of of, I mean, are they going to look at like. Written letters and things like that. Like, where is there a cutoff? So, as like, if someone was passed, uh, if someone passed, but be- up to this point, where we have I data, have a that
0: would be the thing. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: that's the line. So it's like people who really want to talk to someone who passed maybe pre two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, maybe even later, like t- two thousand ten. Like maybe that's the line um which i think limits a, a lot of things but also is still mm-hmm. like this is a resource for now exactly yeah it's interesting i've seen some sci-fi movies about that shit
0: yeah i th- i think i saw a black mirror about that and i really enjoyed it and the whole time i'd be like yes i would 100% do this yeah so i mean that's where i stand on it but i th- i thought it was neat um I, when i posted it in the facebook group apparently most of our fans are against it which was surprising to me um but yeah
2: yeah it's the privacy thing it it, like i think most people see it for what it what it really is and it's like no we're gonna we're gonna access everything about this one human even though we have access to it anyway shh don't tell anybody um yeah it's like the privacy thing like we don't really want to know that you're (laughs) you're seeing all that (laughs) but you do yeah for sure,
0: for sure. But I mean, if if like if this were to become a thing and the living were to give permission before they pass, it makes sense. Or if a family member just misses, like they lost someone suddenly and it's, it's they just can't grieve it out, for lack of a better term. If they gave permission as said family member, maybe it would be okay. Right. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. the permissions aspect for sure.
0: Okay, do you remember who goes first?
2: Um, I can't really remember. so it's your turn. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. All right, this dog's gonna be an asshole the whole time. I love. Oh, it's okay. I love him dearly. Okay. He's like, shut up. <laughs> A little Patreon exclusive. Get off
0: my yard, <laughs> yeah. kid.
2: Yeah. He's old as dirt. So, all right. Okay, right. Sit down, Sam. Sit down. Sit down, you monster. Sammy. He said, I just want to eat food. All right, here you go. <laughs> He's like, Dad, feed me. Same, Sammy. Calm Same. down. Calm your white ass down. Okay. All right. So, as you know, I That's am. The name of this episode, <laughs> Calm Your White Ass Down. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, as you know, I, uh, in the past on this podcast, I have been very vocal about uh, being a, a very lo- a big fan of Reddit in terms of storytelling. <laughs> But there are two sides of Reddit there is the spooky side of Reddit where you just go and you can find spooky stories on a spooky subreddit um, and that's just the way that things go there is a second side of Reddit that is the very famous uh subreddit ask reddit which this you can ask any question you get real people telling real stories real experiences things like that this is not a spooky reddit this is a like It's how the conversation goes. Hey, I'm buying a new TV. What's the best one? Hey, I'm doing this. Tell me this. So this story has a lot more, I feel like, clout and credit compared to other stories because this was not a spooky Reddit. Um, And it scared me so much I needed to uh, make it my story today. (laughs) So this basically came from anybody. And the question was anybody who's in the field. Um what are some crazy experiences that you've had if you know medical industry, police, firefighter, um, uh, state uh, sorry, park ranger things like that and this came from user landy0034 and this was 3 years ago. And the story goes a little something like this in the words of Kitsy. Uh so he's a cop says this is a very real call that happened. I have been on patrol for several, several years and love stuff like this, which automatically is like you're my kind of person that you like. Yeah. You love this kind of stuff. Cool. Um, I had a backup officer with me who witnessed everything. Already love the way this starts. They love yep. the creepy stuff, and they have a witness, which is great. Dispatch sent me to a call in a mountain area late one night. Dispatch said the caller reported several people holding a baby above their heads and chanting while standing on her property. What the fuck? Imagine that call. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The call sounded ridiculous, and I smirked as dispatch gave me the details. I arrived at the proper address after driving about 20 minutes along a mountain road. There's not much else up here, and it was extremely quiet. No one walks around out here, and there aren't very many cars driving this late. I walked along a gated driveway, which is important to note, through a light wooded area. I found the caller's house with two dim lights near the front door. The house was surrounded on three sides by heavy woods. I felt a little uneasy just looking at the house. I knocked on the front door of the house while standing on a large patio. I heard something move to my left, which startled me. Because it was close. Fuck. It sounded like a person. Something big. I looked to the left and used my flashlight to light up the patio. And I didn't see anyone. I, con- uh, uh. <laughs> I continued to knock. I could hear two voices inside the house. I clearly heard a male and a female. This made me feel a little better. I thought I heard someone on the patio, but it must have just been someone inside. The female eventually opened the door. She was terrified, almost crying. She asked me to come inside and to close the door behind me. She led me to the living room where I saw a very cheap security monitor, almost like a baby monitor camera set up with audio and video playing. The camera, I'm already getting chills like just knowing where the story goes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm terrified.
2: It, it all sounds like straight out of a horror movie. The camera setup only provided live feed. The camera was positioned to view the front door and patio area where I was just standing. The audio was silent as I watched the monitor for a few seconds. The woman began to explain when I interrupted and asked where the male was inside the house because I had heard his voice. She looked confused and said she was alone.
0: Mm -mm.
2: I was surprised... Because I know for a fact I heard a male voice when I knocked. I asked her several times and initially thought she was lying to me. My partner checked the house and did not find anyone. Uh. So just to recap, imagine you are in this person's house. Who has asked you to close the door behind you. She's watching a live feed of where you were just standing in the middle of nowhere. And one voice you thought you heard does not exist.
0: Allegedly to her so far. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, I am freaking the fuck out. Allegedly to her. (laughs) Like the sheer strength and bravery at this point to just not go, ma'am, we're sorry that this is something you're experiencing. Uh, We're going to send someone else out. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Goodbye. We're going to
0: send um, mental health services over right away.
2: Yes, and then we'll (laughs) go from there. The woman said she was reading while sitting on the couch when she heard something over the security camera, which means she has a live security camera. She has a reason and a purpose to have a live feed at all times of her patio, which...
0: Okay, I will say living in a very similar scenario minus the very long driveway with the woods surrounding me on three sides um the lady i bought the house from had a house sitter because she moved out after a breakup um we called her the squatter and she was terrified of everything out here by herself so mm-hmm. i'm i'm lending a little empathy to this lady Um, if I were living in my... I mean, I do have ring cameras all over the outside of my house and I have a very large husband. So continue, please.
2: Well, and I guess the context too is like she doesn't watch these live cameras at all times. She just was watching them uh, because something, some shit went down and she's like watching every single thing. So I guess maybe that makes more sense than like this idea that she's watching them at all times.
0: I mean, me and old lady would totally be doing that. (laughs)
2: So the woman said she was reading while on the couch when she heard something over the security camera. She looked at the display and saw two people on the patio standing at the front door. She heard knocking at the door and called the police immediately. I looked at the monitor and although it was low quality, I could see the patio and front door area with decent clarity. As the woman continued to explain, the audio on the monitor went from quiet to extremely loud. Oh, shit. (laughs) We all stopped talking. The caller, the woman, was shaking. I looked at the monitor, but didn't see anyone. Loud audio continued to blast from the speakers. The audio sounded like wind, but it wasn't windy that night. I asked the woman, what is that? And she said, it's them. Mm -mm. I looked at my partner, who was very nervous. The woman gives me her cell phone, stating that she took pictures of the monitor, showing the two people on her patio. I looked through several low-quality pics and didn't see anything. I continued to scroll, and sure enough, I see what looks like two tall figures standing at the door. One of the figures is holding something. The figures look strange, all dark, and featureless, in contrast to the video I saw on the monitor. I was in indeed I was in disbelief and thought oh my god she's telling the truth I continued to scroll and saw one figure holding something up over its head another picture showed the item at the base of the door with both figures standing near it I tried to reason to explain what could have caused these images but it was pretty apparent that there had been two subjects on her patio we checked outside walking the property to the tree line and I mentioned, to, or I mentioned the movement on the patio and the male's voice from inside the house. My partner asked me to stop talking about it. We finished checking and returned to speak with the caller. She says she will be driving into town and staying at a hotel because she's too scared to stay here tonight. We walk along the driveway back to our cars. My partner jumps into the patrol car and takes off. I laughed. But I feel I felt really uneasy standing there in the dark. I leave shortly afterward.
0: Okay, (laughs) who was it?
2: (laughs) I have no idea, and it is just absolutely terrifying that this is a thing that happened. Like
0: you're telling me, I live (laughs) in the same scenario.
2: But could this have happened before? Like, is this something that she has just dealt with? And then finally she reached a point where she's like, please go away. I don't want you here anymore. I'm calling the police and called them. uh, And this was the result?
0: I mean, was the male voice he heard actually on the porch with him and he just didn't see him? Was, oh my God. Yeah. This is terrifying
2: yeah it's absolutely insane and it was just immediately like i, I was like this is, this is it this is the story so yeah obviously a lot of questions but like holy so hell
0: questions <laughs> yeah yeah, I you're, you you were absolutely right. It leaves s- room for so many more qu- I like want to sit down with this lady and and figure out, okay, when did this start? How often does this happen? Do they ever come inside the
1: house?
2: <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and it it leads the question and it kind of calls back to the to the Latoya Amon story is that like as a police officer, your job is to check if there's anyone in danger, look for evidence, figure out like if this is truly a danger, if these things like we don't have a paranormal supernatural task force. We don't have someone who, who can continue to investigate this. We're it's,
0: not WandaVision. We're
2: not, we're not WandaVision. <laughs> so they show up, they see the things they're like, whoa, this is weird, but these clearly are not real threats. These are not real people. Like we can deem it as it is. And then yeah. you just you just leave, and you never talk to the person again because there is no threat. So right, it's it's a tricky scenario. It's like yeah, you know, I want more. I want answers to the story. I need more, oh, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, I need more, but uh, I. What are you going to do? Because there was nothing yeah, there. I
0: mean, he did his job. He exactly. honestly did his. I, I feel like he should have went beyond the tree line. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, yeah, how I long too. would that have taken? Yeah. How how many more people would he have needed to do that? Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Yep. Insane. It's, I uh, love it though. It, it's a good, I feel like it's a good, like if you can take it, it's a real good like campfire story. Oh, to just yeah, put your own little sure. spin on it. So uh, that's a gift. Yeah, embellish it in just the right parts. Just the right, like, to hear the sound coming over the speaker. And, ah, it's scary and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, very, very scary. Well,
0: I loved it dearly. Yeah. And, uh, again, I just, I can't do the Reddits. I'm so glad you're bringing all the good stuff to us because <laughs> it's just a rabbit hole. I am terrified. I will never come back out of. Oh no. So,
2: you love this shit. There's no way you you will get lost and I'll have to <gasps> dig you out.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, on that note, let's throw this over to some words from our sponsors, if you will. Okay, you may have heard or may not have heard, but our newest podcast partner is freaking chewy guys. I know. We we talk about our pets all the time and we kind of love our pets a little too much just like you guys. But we're always looking for ways to save money in these current financial times. Chewy's it. Type in tinyurl.com slash O-F Chewy. You help support the podcast. I personally get both our dog's food and our dog's treats and a couple other things sent on a monthly basis directly from Chewy with their subscription service. So please check it out. Please help us out by subscribing to all of your Chewy goods at tinyurl.com ofchewy OF Chewy. My dogs will thank you. Extra, extra, read all about it. Okay, so that was lame. But we have a new merch store, my friends. Head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Guys, we've got everything there. We're still adding more. The prices are much more cost effective there and the store is so easy to navigate. What are you waiting for? Head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Get your merch on. need more scares in your life well duh we've got you just head over to tinyurl.com slash shutter and you'll automatically get seven days free of this all horror all the time streaming network from their endless selection of the best in horror, the original programming, and exclusive content to their flexible membership plans, Shutter is exactly what you need. Plans start at under five bucks a month, and yes, you can cancel at any time. I mean, what are you waiting for? Tinyurl.com/slash/getshutter. Tinyurl.com/slash/getshutter. G-E-T-S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Let's get scared. Are you a coffee addict like me? Well, check out Bones Coffee Company. Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning. It's an experience. When you brew a pot of Bones Coffee Company coffee, they want you to have the best experience you've ever had. They only roast carefully selected beans to perfection in small batches to ensure that you get the freshest coffee delivered straight to your door. The care given to each of those small batches is evidenced through the rich, full-bodied, and exceptionally smooth taste you'll get out of every cup of Bones Coffee Company you drink. You guys, this is amazing. First and foremost, I love coffee. I love wine and I love bourbon, but I love coffee. So check it out and help out the podcast. Go to tinyurl.com slash bonescoffee. Get your coffee fix and help out your favorite podcast. We appreciate you.
1: Do you have big dreams and think you'd love to run your own business? You might see a need in your community or the world that you think you can help fill. Or maybe you just really crave the freedom to work from when and where you want. I'm Jackie Pretzman and I help women to create businesses they love. I've partnered with Oddity Files to bring you details about Dream Business Bootcamp, my online course to kickstart your business in six weeks. In the course, we cover everything from getting clear on your business idea to creating and pricing your first offering, getting your business online and then actually attracting ideal customers who want to pay you for what you do. Now, Dream Business Bootcamp is opening for enrollment this month, and Kitsy has something special to share just for Oddity Files listeners.
0: She's right, guys. I do. Here's your special link for Jackie's Dream Business Bootcamp. Go to tinyurl.com slash dreambusinessbootcamp today. Thanks, Jackie. I don't know why I've started doing that in between our <laughs> stories, but it's fun. It makes me feel important. Um, so, my story this week is the complete opposite of yours. It's kind of, I've kind of hinted at the subject earlier. You just didn't notice it at the time. Um, but with St. Patrick's Day just around the corner, I thought I'd take things along the lines of a less creepy cryptid that can allegedly be found just about anywhere, and according to my research, if you build it, they will come. I had known for quite some time right here in Indiana, Anderson, Indiana to be exact, Mounds State Park is home to fairy mounds, which are said to be the home to many of the Fae right near the White River. The park even held fairy hunts around this time of year for St. Patrick's Day, and park employees would tell you about the stories of the fae in that particular area. And sadly, that's really all I could find on Mounds State Park fairy legends. I mean, I sat down to write a story on this specific legend, and there's nothing on it. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to tell you the stories of fairies, even more so how to attract them. Oh, And that story goes a little something like this. There will be a test, and I do expect to see everyone's finished project in the Facebook group. <laughs> Once upon a time, nearly every culture on every continent held some measure of belief in the existence of fairies. A life form described as a small human-like creature that live in natural habitats, often invisible to the human eyes. Early writings depict them as mischievous and even at times malicious. Travelers often left offerings of food and drink for them in exchange for protection against the elements, wild animals, and other dangers that might befall on their journey. Legend has it that fairies especially appreciated milk, bread, cheese, sweets, and other prepared foods. I had no idea.
2: Gotta love those sweets. I mean,
0: same. Can't on this fucking diet, though. So as the centuries passed and beliefs evolved, the reputation of fairies improved considerably. Fairies became known as benevolent nature spirits, aka elementals, who may still have a mischievous streak in them, I mean, what bitch doesn't, but are usually good-natured and serve to protect animals and the natural world. Fairies, as many know them today, are believed to spread joy and goodwill, inspire wonder and creativity, and love to make things grow. So there are so many types of fae, I could honestly spend a whole hour listing them all. But what is so interesting is that just about every continent and every religion has spoken of some sort of fairy sightings. Here in Northern America, they've been seen by Native Americans. You've got your Celtic lore. You've got faced by uh, sightings in Africa, Asia, South America. These things are literally everywhere. And I feel a little jaded that I've never seen one. Or have I? We'll get to that in a bit.
2: Oh, shit.
0: So there are several ways to attract Faye, which I led up to. But you must build it first, either inside or outside, wherever you choose. You have to free that area of all clutter. The Faye hate clutter and messes and want nothing to do with it. So roll up your sleeves and get to that spring cleaning first (laughs) it seems fairy gardens are the most popular way to attract them right now so clean a space in your yard or in a corner nope in your garden (laughs) or in a corner of your backyard if you have a gardener or lawn service well aren't you fucking fancy but you have to take over the duty yourselves because fairies don't like to be disturbed by people other than the ones they know So add a small fountain or waterfall to your garden as the budget allows or if you happen to have a stump of an old tree, it can become the fairy's residence or arrange a circle of stones. Circles are a favorite hangout spot for fairies and uh, you can create fairy houses out of old birdhouses or other natural materials and place them in a safe spot in your yard or garden. And then you leave offerings for the garden fairies. But make sure no one, including your pets, disturb this area. Fairies like bling. I mean, it makes sense, yeah. but I didn't know. Huh? And by bling, I mean crystals, of course. Any member of the quartz family will amplify the em- energy of your garden. Some fairies are cave dwellers, so geodes can be very inviting to them as well. Citrine is associated with the sun and is believed to protect against malevolent fairies. Pyrite brings good luck and a sense of optimism. It also sparkles like crazy. And then you've got aquamarine. It resonates with water sprites, mermaids, and fairies that dwell near water. I wonder if my pool would... um, you know, it could be my water source for the fairies. Maybe I think
2: so. That there was that M Night Shyamalan movie about uh, the the hotel pool or whatever that the mermaid showed up in.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: I love that. That's a thing.
0: Okay, so <laughs> um, now we we've got our our, our habitat for fairies. <laughs> we've got houses we've got you know landscaping for them so now it's time to make an offering i am literally going to do this this spring nick i'm telling you i have like a maybe 6 to 10 like maybe 1 foot tall birdhouses i'm going to paint up I'm going to yes. attach them to the trees so the dogs can't get to them or the deer or the coyotes or, you know, dead bodies in my backyard can't get to it either. <laughs> and I'm going to make a fairy garden. And I hope the rest of you do as well. But what attracts the fairies is beer or champagne in walnut shells. How fucking cute is that?
2: is going to have hammered-ass fairies rolling around in your little yeah. fairy party garden? <laughs>
0: It said, if there are two things fairy loves, they're bubbles and a a raucous party. Gift them with both by pouring tiny bits of beer or champagne in walnut shells and leaving them on a tree stump or near the base of a tree. They also like organic berries, um, so that's a good thing. Sunflower seeds, or you can get packets of wildflower seeds, They enjoy those as well. And wildflowers will also attract the fairies. And moon water, kids. Mm. Everybody's always asking me what to do with your moon water. Well, it attracts the fae. But when you make your moon water, set the intention for the fae folk to come give you a a visit. Shiny nickels or dimes. I mean, who doesn't love money just left (laughs) for them? And the Fae seemed to be a buffer for depression and low-energy thoughts. So, you know, I thought this was a really good thing and a fun project that we can all work on, especially those of you with little ones. Other benefits include feeling a childlike sense of wonder, optimism, and freedom. So anyone wanting to reclaim innocence will benefit greatly from having the Fae around. They are creative communicators. They supply inspiration easily. And you know all of you creative types out there, sometimes you need that little extra push. Perhaps the best gift of working with the Fae is a profound sense of peace and bliss. So we've gone from terrifying unseen figures in the <laughs> middle of the woods to drawing in the Fae, if you will. So how do you know you've attracted these lovely little creatures? They are said to be completely invisible, so there have to be signs, right? One thing to look out for is an increase in butterflies, as fairies have long been associated with them in myth and lore. Mm -hmm. According to Ted Andrews, the leading authority on animal totems, butterflies with black and yellow wings are especially significant when it comes to the fae. He also connects dragonflies with the fairy realm as well these creatures symbolize transformation and fairies can actually initiate it they also all thrive in the same type of habitat anything that butterflies and dragonflies are naturally drawn to will also appeal to fairies so and this is where i get going full circle have i seen a fae i believe i have what to watch for Is a dazzling point of light that hangs in the air for a second or two before vanishing. I don't think I have ocular migraines anymore. I think I see fairies.
2: (laughs) I love that. I I mean, yeah. The thing is, like, for you, where you live on your property... If I were to walk out and then blame uh, any migraines or headaches that I have on seeing, uh, instead of spots, seeing fairies, you'd probably be like, sure, you do. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I live around a lot of construction. They're not really thriving here. But for you... It's really just allergies. (laughs) Yeah, it's just allergies. Pollen grains floating and like getting in my eyeballs. But for you... It is a logical thing that you could be popping outside and then you see a little flicker of light and it's probably a fairy.
0: Exactly. So these points of light come in all colors, though you'll probably find that you attract mostly one color at a time if you Google fairy gardens You can get all kinds of cool ideas for your own creation. And you can actually make them in your house as well. I've seen some really cool ones as well done as like a terrarium. So, you know, if you don't have the yard space, definitely give that a shot. And um, doing this will give us something fun to do with the kiddos. And if you have the chance to do it outside, it gets us outside. This story did not end up where I intended it to. But I hope you enjoyed my little how-to segment. I learned a lot, and I hope you did, too. My sources were pathos.com slash bogs, nope, slash blogs, <laughs> slash starlight, otherworldlyoracle.com, crazywisdomjournal.com, and thiscrookedcrown.com. Nope. <laughs> dot com, And I'm just going to say, again, I want to see all of your fairy garden pics in the Facebook group. Please and thank you. Tag us on your Instagram stories. I need inspiration.
2: I, so there you go. I think it's a win-win because it's like, even if you don't see fairies, it's not going to be something you're going to get mad at. You're going to have this super zen, like, intention-filled space that you can just... Spend, Soak up some sun outside and do this. It's just a yep. great crafting project with the hope of uh, seeing, communicating, and interacting with the Fae. So yeah, <laughs> I'm here you, for it.
0: If you don't even see them, think of all that good stuff they bring, the positivity, the creativity, all that stuff with them, mm-hmm. whether you see them
2: or yep. not. It's all a state so, of mind. So, I mean,
0: that is absolutely not the story I thought I was going to write or ever thought I would write for this <laughs> podcast. But I was obsessed when I came across these little fairy gardens.
2: I I love it. It reminds me, like, I don't know why, but it reminds me of being a kid and going to, because I lived in Florida and I traveled to Tennessee, where I live now, um, to see my grandparents. And my grandparents would take me to Rock City, um, like Ruby Falls, Rock City area in, in Middle just in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, we road trip there, and it, 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 they didn't have fairy gardens. I mean, this was like backwoods, you know, Rock City, uh, yeah, mining things like that. But there were just these little. It, it was very, um, what's the word that I'm looking at? Like Western. I can't think of the. But it was like. The prospector sort of vibe where you can oh, take yeah, yeah, yeah. and look for gems and rocks and things like that, and it was all a you know uh, 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 an attraction. But yeah. that it reminds me of that. It's like you have the rocks and things. So I, I yeah, it is definitely the childlike sense of wonder and innocence, but also something you can be proud of because you've done like a cool ass crafting project in your backyard.
0: Exactly. And, you know, whether the fairies actually show up and bring these intentions to you, you're setting the intentions by doing the things yourself. So, I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. It's a cool little crafty project. And I'm kind of excited to paint some
2: birdhouses now. Yay.
0: Should we throw this over to a quick little listener story?
2: Let's do it. Okay. We've gotten this This far. This one
0: is from Anonymous says hello i hope this is the right path to get this to you guys this is a temporary email account so i won't be able to receive any responses (gasps) there's a lot of strange going on in the world but there's still a lot of negative stigma that i'm worried may hurt my career if my name gets attached
2: to it okay oh, well shit. now i really want to know who this is i know what a journey already if that was the I story know. i'd be like wow
0: <laughs> i know right um it, it, you know it could be the president it could be um the queen
2: we don't even know <laughs> i like that those are the two things that you am <laughs> watching the crown oh yeah so. there you go
0: When I was in third grade, roughly 1996... Oh, we have a date. Um, My family lived in a house in a very small town in East Central Indiana. Oh, Oh. well there we go. Nice, nice. Um, There were a lot of strange goings on in that house. Dishes breaking in cabinets, knocks on the walls, items going missing, and then reappearing days later. It eventually led my mother to having a nervous breakdown and having to be hospitalized for a few days. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. One night in my room, I shared with my brother. We had bunk beds. I woke up because of a loud humming noise. When I looked, my wall behind my bed was glowing blue and rippling like water. Okay. I climbed down and two beings about my height walked through the wall and started trying to pull me into the wall. They looked similar to the grays, but they weren't gray. They were a very light tan color and the head was slightly lobbed with what looked to be freckles between them. What? This is fucking terrifying. They pulled on me until I was eventually grabbing onto the bedpost and they were pulling my legs. Oh, my God. The next thing I remember is being in my bed, very angry and crying and hitting the wall until my hands were bloody. My mom came in and calmed me down. She told me it was just a dream and I thought it was for years. Until I saw one of those unsolved mysteries type shows where a woman was described, also described aliens coming through the wall and it glowing blue and rippling like it was water. I had my first panic attack that day. I now believe this was not a dream. I don't know what happened in between them pulling on me and me being back in my bed and I really don't want to know. I think it's important for us to share our stories earlier in life. I would talk about this fairly often and was ridiculed by my friends and family until I just didn't talk about it anymore. The more we share, the more we realize we aren't alone. Thank you guys for doing what you do.
2: Wow. That's heavy. Holy smokes. It's like, it. it's it's wild because I mean, I feel like we talk about it quite often on this podcast that even though we have a good time telling these stories and having a laugh and, and, and whatever it's, it's a kind of a constant point of frustration where I mean, with the Amon story that I spent three weeks telling a lot of that is like, no one knew who to deal with it. And it was just like, well, and the same thing with the, with the story today, like with the police, They can't do anything because we don't address it. We just call people crazy. The next person that comes in is someone from a mental institution.
0: Right. Because it's the easiest thing to do because we don't understand it.
2: Right. And that's, I think, the biggest thing is, like, I think when you look at everything, it's like people who have a fear of of dying or, you know, these specific things. It's always the fear of the unknown. Like, that's what it all comes Mm -hmm. down to. And I think that as a society... We collectively share the fear of the unknown. But there are some people, a, a percentage, whether it's small or large, that are people like us, our listeners, where our minds are open to these things. And even though we don't understand it, discussing it helps us figure it out. Whether we're having fun doing it, like I'm obsessed with Bigfoot. I can have a, a, a good humor conversation with somebody but it doesn't change. Like, I'll still stick, stand my ground, and go. No, like I truly believe like, this is something that I believe in, and I have enough logic to believe in it. But mm-hmm. I'll, if you want to laugh and talk about it, we will, because I'm getting you to talk about it. You know, exactly. so yeah, it just it it sucks that like this is something that she that that, that she felt he or she, um, and uh, it's just unfortunate that she that he that they had to go their a uh, long part of their life feeling that they mm. were crazy and that people just laughed off like people that were close to them too um yeah i don't know it's, it's insane just, it, wow I, I i'm i'm truly at a a loss for words overall I yeah I shouldn't even try to provide commentary because I'm just a clusterfuck of like <laughs> it,
0: I I was too and aliens <laughs> scare me more than anything else right so yeah um I actually had a thought this week and you know after this quick little discussion just about this story alone I think I'm gonna open up a paranormal hotline phone number where people can just call in and tell their own stories and Ugh. maybe make that like a a, a second podcast. Like a sister podcast to this.
2: Oh, that would be amazing. Well, even if they were short, like playing them at the end, because I would love to have a voice put to this and if people wanna want, you know, to be anonymous, then yeah. you just kinda alter the, the voice and post. Yeah. We'll just make that promise. But God, that would be I would just oh yeah. I would I would love that. Because there is something magical about taking a trip down memory lane. I've always been a a big proponent of, of telling versus writing. I think you have more room to explore. And as you're digging through those, those archives in your mind, there's just more room for you to experience again through talking, through telling rather than writing, because you're trying to figure out, am I getting all the details in? Am I saying too much? You're, you have time to second guess yourself. Um, Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good. Oh, it's it's oh.
0: going to happen then. Yeah. So I'm going to voice over right here what said Google number is. Call Paranormal Contact Line today and tell your friends. Area code 202-964-3677. We need your stories. Anonymity is encouraged. So call us, guys. We want to hear your stories. I think if we get enough interaction from ev- anyone, we can maybe do some oddisodes where it's just people telling their stories. I don't know. It's something that's in the works. So call that number, putting that number in again. Area code 202-964-3677. And leave us your personal paranormal stories. Be anonymous. If you want us to change your voice, we will. Let us know. If you want to leave your name, feel free to do that as well. But you guys, weird is the new cool.
2: And ghost on.
0: Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed Network. We hope we're just what you needed. The podcast is brought to you by the Oddity Files TV show. Have you heard of it? Have you watched it? Head on over to Amazon Prime Video and check out Oddity Files, a three-season investigative paranormal show. Music provided by James Grice. Please support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Give a little, give a lot. It helps support the podcast. And we appreciate our producers Donald Blanchflower, Doug Malden-Lock, and Ryan Hoke. We have a merch store. Can't get enough of Oddity Files? Wear us on your body. tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Please support our partners. Every little bit helps. Rate review, and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. It's what helps us get the word out there. And you know, we can always use a new weirdo or two. Come hang out with us on our Facebook fan group. Just search Oddity Files fan group. All kinds of fun stuff. You can win things. You can read memes. You can buy cool shit. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Okay go. I'm done. What are you still doing here? Just get out of here. God, I love Ferris Bueller.